That's a great question, Greg. Shout out to Greg Klima doing that awesome, wonderful theme song. You can find him at Klima.com. And you know what, folks? I don't want to be like a tinfoil hat person, but climate change is real. That's a that's a thing Greg does. It's not a climate change thing. It's a climate change. Uh, he has like shirts and stuff. You should go get one. It's kind of funny. Uh, I need one. Greg, I, where can I get a shirt? Greg? All right. I should do the show. How's everyone doing? Good. I hope I am good. Uh, I've had a pretty good, pretty productive, but easy day today. Do you know, you know what that means? Like I got a lot done. I'm very happy with what I accomplished, but I'm not too tired, not too stressed out. So you get, um, happy chipper fun, Tony on this week's episode. Shout out to the folks watching at YouTube. I think I mentioned this last week, man, but I've been getting some, getting some YouTube traction. So thank you all. And if you're listening in your ear on the podcast, thank you too. And if you don't listen, but you, you send some positive thoughts my way, I'll, t- I'll take that. That's fine. I mean, that's not as good as the people that listen, you know, but I'll take it. I appreciate it. Not as much, but still appreciate it. So what do we got going on this week? Well, folks, the vinyl bubble has popped. We have space Karens and a daily Disney story. Oh boy, I can hardly wait. All right, we go to the company that makes Funko Pop collectibles. I have a few Funko Pops. I never, I never got huge into it. Um, I think, okay, I've of course have a Pee Wee Herman Funko Pop that I believe was a gift. Or did I buy it? I might've bought it. I have Pee Wee and Miss Yvonne. I think those are the two I bought. And then of course I have the Golden Girls. And then I was like, I'm gonna stop there. Those are like my favorites. I'm, I'm good. Well, uh, unfortunately the company that makes Funko Pop collectibles, they're in so much trouble. They are preparing to throw hundreds of thousands of figurines into the garbage. Oh boy. Funko revealed the plans in a recent earnings call that uh, things that are so much, they have so much bad news that its stock price fell off a cliff. I didn't even know Funko was uh, publicly traded. Like, come on, y'all. I, I get they were, you know, it was a pretty popular business. Maybe, I don't know, past five years, would you say? Six, seven years? But publicly traded? All right. Anyway, inventory at year end. Oh, boy. They have $250 million in inventory, which is uh, an increase of 50% compared to a year ago, which if you're not a stock person, you're not into the financials in the 10Ks, just know that's not good. In fact, some would even say bad. (laughs) Uh, This includes inventory that the company intends to eliminate. Why would they do that? If you're like, well, that makes no sense. Believe it or not, it costs more for them to hold on to it. Like hundreds of thousands of Funkos, they gotta put them somewhere. You know, uh, unlike the thousands of Funkos you may have on a shelf, you know, they don't have all these shelves. So they gotta put them in storage. Storage takes electricity. Storage takes uh, uh, heating and cooling. They can't just let them get like super hot or super cold. They got to keep it temperature controlled. You can't have the boxes mess up. I'm sure there's people that work in that building. All that to say, just holding on to these Funkos costs them cost them money. Uh, the article goes on to say, translation, Funkos warehouses are overflowing with five inch chibi replicas of Machine Gun Kelly, Spider-Man, Pikachu, and every other vaguely famous cultural icon. 
Yikes. Why'd they have to throw MGK under the bus? <laughs> like he's the only, he's the only real person. Like Spider-Man and Pikachu, they're not getting their feelings hurt. But somewhere, there is a real life Machine Gun Kelly who's like, yo, come on, man. Why I gotta be the ones that the Funkos didn't sell? If it was me, I'd buy them. If if they had if they had like hundreds of thousands of Tony P uh Funko Pops, or like we don't know what to do with them. I'd be like, yo, just sell them to me like a dollar a piece. I'll take them off your hands. I'd just give them away. I would tip. I'd be, here you go. Here's a Tony P Funko Pop. They'd be like, why do you, what? Why is this? I don't worry about it. Just here you go. I'd like have them laying around my house. <laughs> All right. So apparently uh, I had a friend told me once, Derek Jeter, who was known to date a lot, had like gift bags he would give people. And by people, I mean the women that came over to his house. <laughs> Here's a, a pop vinyl. Anyway, 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 uh, let's let me get back to this article. Uh, there's a new CEO. He arrived just last year amid a shakeup and bad earnings. I have to imagine. Uh, obviously, I know COVID messed up a lot of stuff, but I would imagine COVID messed up the sales of Funko Pops. You see a lot of Funkos that like comic book stores, conventions, things of that nature. Um, and if those things weren't happening, they're not selling Funkos. And Funkos are such a cheap item, you don't really ship them. Like, they're better to buy in person. All right, let's see here. So part of what seems to be going on here is that supply chain shortages, yep, combined with extra income and time at home during the pandemic, spurred a temporary run on Funko. So I might have it backwards. Well, it does say early pandemic, so back when people thought things weren't going to be so bad, like, hey, this ain't so bad. Now that the initial rush has subsided, the company has a ton of extra stock and sales are dropping. So it looks like uh, they're going to bury them in the desert, desert somewhere. It's hard not to wonder if the entire bobblehead redo has hit peak saturation. I personally think so. Um, I feel like, like a lot of things, Pop Vinyl got a little greedy. They got like Mandalorian season one, Mandalorian season two, Mandalorian season three. He got a different color on his visor. People, even your hardcore collectors get insulted. They get tired of that. It's not fun anymore. You know, you want to know you have all the Mandalorians. And when they come out with three more with a different shoe, like, you know, it's it's just not fun. What I, what I think is really funny here is if they bury him in the desert, if they have any E.T. Funko Pops and they bury him next to the E.T. video game, poor E.T., E.T. doesn't deserve that. E.T.'s great. He just had some bad breaks. I feel like I got a little fired up. I'm in a good mood. I just, I think I felt bad for E.T. When's E.T. 2 coming out? Where's that at, Steven Spielberg or James Cameron? Put James Cameron on it. I'd rather that. I don't need more avatars. Anyway, we go to California. Two shiny dots in the sky startled some residents in California's Central Valley. The Stanislaus County Sheriff took the Facebook to tell people, hey, don't call 911. As NASA confirmed, <laughs> the two stars they saw in the sky were just Jupiter and Venus. It was just planets. There is no reason to report this, the sheriff said, adding they received not one, not two, but multiple calls multiple calls to dispatch. 
The two planets were incredibly close as Venus slowly shifted towards Jupiter, passing each other just half a degree apart, according to NASA. Cool, thanks, NASA. The comments on the sheriff's post brought a little humor. Calling 911 on stars is a new one, but it's not, though. Okay, I hope this brings attention <laughs> to the fact that people call 911 and call the cops for some dumbass, mind-your-own-business type of stuff. This doesn't shock me. I wasn't shocked at all that there was somebody, not just somebody, multiple somebodies, who were like, oh, I need to call the cops. What's up with them stars? What are they up to? Well, does it concern you? No. Mind your business. No, I need to know. I'm calling the cops. Someone on the article wrote, oh, my God, what is that in the sky? Maybe the sheriff can help. Well, I'm not going to disrespect cops and the sheriffs today, um, but I will say they're, they got other they got bigger fish to fry. I'll just leave it at that. I will just leave it at that and say they have bigger fish to fry. Um, they probably as much as I like most of us don't know. I'm sure they don't know what constellation is popping off at the moment. I guess people think it's like a movie. Like I feel like in the movie you would call the local sheriff who would be in this tiny shack leaning back in a chair with his hat hat on. Do all the sheriffs wear like cowboy hats? I feel like that's a thing. So they'd call that guy on his like landline and he'd be like, what? Don't worry about it. And then he looks out, he has like a little window and uh, looks out the window and he sees like, this looks like it's getting pretty closer. I better call somebody. And then he just so happens to have like a friend from high school that works at NASA that can like give him the, like, actually there's a asteroid coming. You know, I'm glad you said something because nobody believed me. I don't know. That just seems, that's like Armageddon 3. I feel like all of this was the plot to Armageddon 3. Get on that, Steven Spielberg or James Cameron. I don't know either of those. Who directed Armageddon? Oh, this is Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Get on top of that, Michael Bay. But anyway, uh, here, they got time. They got time to make the movie because according to the National Weather Service, Venus and Jupiter will not be this close until February of 2032. So chill out, relax, have seven up, and um, don't, don't worry about the stars. Mind your business. And we're in our last story. What is this? Ah, yeah, I remember now. <laughs> I grabbed these stories yesterday. Not only did I grab them yesterday, I gave you the little like teaser of what the three are. Completely forgot. Like, what is this last story? Anyway, I remember now. What began as a joke has become a point of pride for one Huntington Beach, California man. Jeff Reitz, 50 years old, has become a celebrity of sorts with his record-breaking streak of 2,995 consecutive visits to Disneyland. The annual pass holder shared, started his adventure rather in 2012 and uh, it started as a joke and they just took it from there. Apparently uh, some time ago, Disney announced they were giving an extra Disney day because for a uh, leap day event. And so Reitz went to that. They quipped it couldn't be an extra day unless you attended every other day. So basically the joke was it's not an extra day unless you're coming every day, you know, and then Jeff said, all right, bet, bet money, son. That's what we're doing. Uh, it says here he decided to use Disneyland as a positive since he was out of work, but had already had annual passes that were gifted to him. 
So, you know, I think that's kind of cool. I'm not the biggest Disney fan, but I think it's cool that, you know, he kind of had a downtime of being out of a job, but had these passes and definitely got his use out of them. Now it says here, it was a source of free entertainment. If you haven't been to Disney, I swear it costs $20 just to like, I don't know, walk in or something, drink water. Little did Ritz know this would lead to him to break records. Ritz continued with the challenge even after his friend dropped out. So he's just going and people are like, nah, we can't, I can't do this anymore. No more Disney. I'm hearing it's a small world in my sleep. So my first thought was, yeah, I'll go over now. I'll just walk in and walk out, right? No, no, Ritz isn't doing that. He set some ground rules. You got to stay in the park for at least an hour and document his journey online through social media. Then he got a job. Things were looking up. What is he going to do? He's going after work. That's serious. Like I can't even, I can't even be mad at that. That is serious. I don't know how you spend an hour in Disney without spending money. Um, you can get, I think the only thing free are like the little cups of water, which I think like for, for, uh, legal reasons they have to give you so you don't dehydrate. So like good on him, you know, did, did he not buy the I think last time I went with my buddy, we had like a $20 um, funnel cake. I guess he just skipped on that. And I, you know, to be fair, the rides are, once you pay for your pass or the gift, you can just ride some rides, you know. It takes you about an hour to go through a line, so maybe he goes, does one ride, and leaves. Anyway, in 2012, halfway through the year, uh, the Orange County Register printed a story about him making it to day 183. And then uh, the Associated Press picked it up, and then it became a thing. So he was that guy. Like, wow, this guy went to Disney 183 days in a row. Keep in mind, he now almost went 3,000, so this was some time ago. I can't even do the math. Was it 365, 10 years? Let's say eight years. Uh, So anyway, the AP picked it up. Then he became a thing. Disney started sending him gifts. He started getting interviews. He was like the guy. But he did it. He broke the record and uh, he was given an honorary citizenship certificate. I don't know what that means or like, can he just move in now? Is he like, does he have like uh, um, diplomatic immunity at Disney? (laughs) Don't you know who I am? And also what I would think is most coveted, a pair of golden Mickey ears, I guess. When you have the golden Mickey ears, you are the the diplomatic immunity. You just do what you want. Just skip the lines. Like, what is it? The new Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, I don't know if they have that out there in Disneyland. They have that here in Florida. Anyway, whatever. It's a small world. Back away. I'm skipping the line. I have, look at the golden ears. Don't you know who I am? Mayor Ritz. I run this town. All right, I don't, the guy seems super nice. I don't think he did that, but um, I don't know. Maybe that's a little inside peek into me and how, how the power would go to my head. But that's it. That's it, folks, as we wrap it up. Um, unless you're going to go to Disney 3,000 times, don't even try. Don't even try. You're not getting the golden ears. Uh, if you see stars in the sky, don't call the cops. Matter of fact, if it doesn't concern you and you're not in danger, don't call the cops. Just mind your business. And um, I don't know, maybe go run and pick up some Funkos if you're a fan. You'll probably get them for sale. 
Um, or or not. I don't know. I I really don't care that much about the Funkos. Or just wait till they bury him. Tell you what, just go dig around Arizona. You might find you a, a pristine machine gun Kelly. <laughs>